What's up guys, Randy here with Quick Tips for Dads. Today, um, I've got a topic to, to, to talk about, um, about courage. And I've heard a lot recently about courage to leave a spouse, courage to leave a relationship. And a lot of times, this courage or this, this statement um, is pretty unsubstantiated. Like they don't give any qualifications as to why you would leave your spouse. Because I agree, if there's abuse, if there's infidelity, if there is mistreatment of any kind, yes, that is a sign where you could need courage to leave and that's totally acceptable. But a lot of times, do we have the courage to stay? Do we have the courage to make it work, to, to fix ourselves, to fix our relationship? I heard a statistic that said something like for every third, you know, the third year of marriage and the seventh year of marriage, are the highest statistical likelihoods of getting a divorce. Um, and I can tell you that third year of marriage, it's tough. I haven't hit seven yet, but we had our baby at year three. We started law school at year three and it's hard we've had to really work on ourselves and work on our relationship to want to stay together. But I can assure you that it's worth trying to stay together. Um, so my question to you is, do you have the courage to not get a divorce if there is nothing wrong or if there is ways you can fix your relationship? Because when you got married, you didn't get married with the idea that you would eventually get divorced, at least I hope not. If you got remarried religiously, you probably believe that you can be together for time and for all eternity or after this life, after this, after death. And if you've made those promises to each other, why not work on it? It's worth working on, if nothing else. Um, I'm in a family law class right now and we're talking about fault-based divorce and no and no fault-based divorce. Um, and fault-based, obviously, like, like I said, there's infidelity, there's abuse, mental, physical abuse, um, you know, if somebody was coerced into marriage or if there was fraud at the inception of marriage, you know, um, but then there's no fault divorce, which is just irreconcilable differences. We can't live together. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes two people grow apart. But my question is, again, do you have the courage to try and make it work? Do you have the courage to try and make it better? Because nothing in life is going to be perfect. If you decide you're out after your first fight, you're never going to have an in-depth relationship. You're never going to have something that is so meaningful that you're willing to give everything for that person. Um, our society has become inherently selfish and entitled. And I know I'm sounding like the grumpy old man on the porch, but that's okay. I don't really give a crap. Um, I try and call it as I see it. And if you're expecting marriage to fix all of your problems, or if you're expecting marriage to be a breeze, you're mistaken. And if you're willing to leave after the slightest inconvenience, or if it's just hard, why are you getting married in the first place? You're a pretty... You, you lack resilience. And I don't want to sound unkind or uncaring because there are absolutely times where a divorce is merited, 
where a divorce is totally acceptable. And there are times when you need courage to leave if it's a bad at all with abuse, physical, mental, infidelity, like that's justified. But in reality, a lot of people get divorced just because they get sick of each other and they've grown apart. But usually when you grow apart, my I mean, my wife and I grew apart after our baby came and I started school, but we're working on it and we're coming back together now. We're growing together once again. And that really has been interesting because we're starting to really love each other even more than we did before because we were able to work through our issues, work through our problems. Um, there are steps. Counseling can be helpful. Um, just talking to each other. I know for us, one thing that I think has helped us is I had this idea that I needed to go and serve my wife. So that's what I did. I went and served my wife. I said, okay, for date night this week, I'm giving you a massage without any expectation for anything else. So I did that. And I really feel like that one act has turned a corner because I tried to be selfless. I'm very selfish all the time, but I really try not to be. And that's what marriage is, is having the courage to learn how to work your differences out. Having the courage to be open and vulnerable enough with each other that you can work out differences. So that's my invitation to you is if you are struggling, if you are thinking about having the courage to leave a marriage. Now, if you're not married, then by all means, like end the relationship. Like you're not committed to each other by law, by religion, by ceremony, by covenant, whatever you want to call it. But if you're married and you've made a commitment, at least for time, until death do you part, have the courage to try and work on it. Have the courage to change yourself and to improve yourself. Have the courage to do what is necessary so that you can be better and save your marriage, if at all possible. Because marriage is a sacred thing. And your kids will be so deeply impacted by you getting divorced. I've seen it in friends and family members. The kids are deeply impacted for years to come. So have the courage to try to work it out. And if you can't, then you can consider divorce. I I think divorce is an essential tool in our legal system. If you can't work it out, we don't want you to be in a bad place. But have the courage to at least try to work it out. Change yourself. Ask your spouse to work on herself because it's hard and that's okay. Well, I've talked enough. That's what I've got for you today. Have courage to leave, but also have courage to try and make it work. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Peace.